This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock. I am Paul Stevenson. Now, today is May the 8th, so we wish a happy 69th birthday to drummer Alex Van Halen. Also, today was the day that blues legend Robert Johnson was born, way back in 1911. He, of the famous tale of going down to the crossroads and selling his soul to the devil in exchange for the mastery of the blues guitar. Now, I personally, myself, got into Robert Johnson about 15 years ago. Fascinating story, and listening to those old recordings of songs, the haunting sounds as well, my favourite being Sweet Home Chicago. Plus, he was, sadly, one of the earliest members of the famous 27 Club too. But on to today's big story, and we're going to go to 55 years after the death of Robert Johnson to 1993, when on this day, Aerosmith were at number one on the US album chart with a record that would become their biggest selling studio album globally with sales of over 20 million units worldwide. Get a Grip was released in the US on the 20th of April 1993, but on this day, it hit the top spot. Yes, it contained loads of hit singles, including Crying, Living on the Edge, Amazing and Crazy. The success of the record globally was phenomenal, not just going seven times platinum in the US, just, but also achieving platinum status in the UK, Japan, Germany, Spain, Sweden, Netherlands and Austria, as well as going three times platinum in Denmark and reaching diamond certification in Canada. Now, who better to talk Aerosmith with than Corey from the podcast series Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited? So, Corey, this album followed their previous album, Pump, which had also sold massively well, but there was a fairly big gap, four years. So give us a build-up to the release of this Get A Grip record. This is really the uh, the big resurgence of Aerosmith after their fall in the 80s. First, it was the Run DMC single with Aerosmith, kind of put them back on the map. And then Permanent Vacation had a couple of uh, big singles. Pump was another step forward, having some pretty big singles in uh, What It Takes, Janie's Got a Gun, Loving an Elevator. They toured extensively on that. And this was really, I think, Aerosmith at the height of their powers. Like touring, the, the band never sounded better. And uh, they, they hit this great groove where they had uh, producer Bruce Fairbairn produced a, a ton of big acts like uh, Bon Jovi. So they, they had great production. 
And they brought in outside songwriters for the first time with guys like Bruce Fairbairn and Jim Valance and uh, Tommy Shaw and Jack Blades wrote on there as well. Lenny Kravitz guested on the album, Don Henley. So th- this is Aerosmith at the height of their musical powers, especially with the MTV era. There's a few singles off this Get a Grip album that where the videos just catapulted them uh, into the stratosphere and uh, their heights uh, in popularity in their 50-year career was right around this time. And you mentioned some of the, the guests that featured there, Lenny Kravitz, Don Henley. What sort of impetus did that give the band and the album itself having those sorts of names along with it? Aerosmith was never really that collaborative in the 70s. So when it was suggested that they bring in outside writers to, to write with them, you know, they, they were a little put off about that at first, but they caught on with guys like Desmond Child, who's written so many hits in the past 20 years. It's insane. Uh, you know, Mark Hudson, Taylor Rhodes, Jack Blades and Tommy Shaw who at the time were in Dan Yankees. Tommy Shaw, of course, also with Sticks. Uh, Jack Blades with Night Ranger. So these are really talented musicians and songwriters that Aerosmith is bringing in at the time. And very much, this was really a John Collender uh, influence. He was their manager at the time. And he was the one who said, we're going to get the boys clean and we're going to chart their career on this whole new path. You know, get them clean and sober, get them working with outside writers. And he really kind of charted this path of success for him. And it really kind of peaked with Get a Grip because uh, it's their second highest grossing album, domestically anyway, of all time behind Toys in the Attic. I think it's tied with Pump actually. But, you know, the first to go to number one, uh, it was a colossal hit. And if you were alive in the 90s, you couldn't escape uh, Aerosmith in those videos. Like they were everywhere. And from your background as, as a huge fan of the band, what was your favorite track on the album then? God, I have so many. There's so many. Uh, Crying was always uh, one of my favorite because one thing I love about Steven Tyler is he can take taboo subjects and taboo lyrics and put them on hit records. There's a line in, in Walk This Way. Uh, you ain't seen nothing till you're down on the muffin. You know, there's not a lot of gray area there, what he's singing about, right? That's played all the time on the radio. Crying is a song about oral sex. Do what you do down on me. Big hit on the radio. So he's such a gifted lyricist that he can kind of take those double entendres one step further. Crying was a standout for me. I really love Shut Up and Dance. Canadian, I love Wayne's World. It was on Wayne's World too, but it's just a great fun song. Lineup's a great song. Of course, the, the trio, amazing, crying and crazy. Eat the Rich is a great album opener. I thought we have that kind of little intro with Steven rapping a bit right into uh, Eat the Rich. But probably my low-key favorite song on the album would be Fever because that that's just Aerosmith cooking on a great little bass groove. Steven Tyler's vocals are top-notch and the guitar work, uh, probably the best on the album from Joe Perry. There you go then. A big thanks to Corey, our Aerosmith expert. If you're a big fan of the band, then uh, do check out their podcast. Corey co-hosts it. It's called Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited, where they analyse the entire Aerosmith back catalogue. Well, that's it for May the 8th then, and the end of the first week of This Day Rocks. I hope you're enjoying the mix and the variety. As always, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Reach out on social media or email me at vintagerockpod at gmail.com. There's no This Day Rocks episode tomorrow, as it's the main episode day. Yes, I've got another big interview lined up for you that you won't want to miss. Until then, though, take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
and why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 